Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Monday, August 10th, 2020. Stand up for your country. Now, we had the biggest weekend ever on BillOReilly.com. I know some of you are watching me on other venues, um, and we love you. <laughs> Thanks for watching us. Um, but the biggest weekend in more than three years on BillOReilly.com. And the reason this is happening and I think we are the most powerful political website in the world now. Uh, the reason it's happening is because we not only tell you what's happening, we tell you why, why it's happening. And we're ahead. Um, and we're right 90% of the time. It's not what we're making predictions or anything. We're not doing that. We're basically telling you what's likely to happen based on the facts that we know now, what they call the facts on the ground. Um, I always recommend that when you watch uh, the No Spin News, you have a pen and a paper because sometimes we give you so much information and this is useful information for you and your family to protect yourself. All right. In this uh, volatile time, we all need to protect ourselves against uh, the forces of evil, which are now running amok in this country. So we're going to begin tonight with covid and President Trump. So the Democratic strategy to defeat Donald Trump in November has shifted a little bit. Um, you know, they weren't successful in impeaching him or dropping Russia on him. All of that didn't work. They have a weak candidate, Joe Biden. There's nobody that thinks he's a strong candidate. So in order to defeat President Trump, there's got to be one real heavy hammer, and that's COVID. And this battle will be played out over the kids going back to school. I want to explain this very, very uh, methodically because it's very important that you understand what's happening. So the Washington Post despises Donald Trump and doesn't really report on him. It basically uses its power to disparage him. They run an article this weekend entitled, the lost days of summer, how Trump fell short in containing the virus. They make it personal. Um, I'm going to read you one paragraph from, from the piece. Quote, if the administration's initial response to the coronavirus was denial, its failure to control the pandemic since then was driven by dysfunction and resulted in a lost summer, according to a portrait that emerges from interviews with 41 senior administration officials and other people directly involved in or briefed on the response efforts, unquote. That is perhaps the most dishonest piece of journalism I have ever seen. 41 people, who are they? Oh, we can't tell you who they are. Briefed on, involved in, what does that mean? Undefined. So here's the con, so you know. Um, there are four reporters attached to this piece. They were told, go out and find out how Trump screwed up the virus. That, that's the mandate, not Diddy or get both sides or any of that. They were, they were mandated, just put together a piece that shows how incompetent he is in protecting Americans against COVID. All right, so they did. It's easy to do. It's easy. So say I get 40 anonymous sources to talk about Joe Biden. And I can do that, especially if I had three 
Santa's helpers. <laughs> I could do it. And I interview each and every one, which I think the, the Washington Post did. I don't think they're lying about the 41 anonymous sources. But then maybe one of the people I'm interviewing says 90% good things about Joe Biden and 10% bad. What do I use? I only use the bad. I don't use any of the good. That's the con. Okay? So this is what they call a deep dive, which is when you hear those words deep dive, you know you're being conned right away. Because an investigation, a methodical investigation into anything, names names, provides documents, does all of that. This is a piece of garbage. All right? And it was only commissioned by the editors of the Washington Post. Again, they hate, and that I'm using that word literally, hate the man. And they'll do anything to get him out of office. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, to combat the damage COVID is causing to this country, President Trump and the Republicans tried to negotiate all right, a relief package, another one, with the Democrats. Now, the Democrats didn't want the package. They didn't compromise on anything significantly, all right? So it fell apart. So I'm going to tell you really what the, what the crux of this matter is. So the president on Saturday signed the executive order, exactly what Barack Obama did. Remember when Barack Obama said he had a pen and a pad about health care, that he was going to do all things executive orders, and he did. Democrats loved it then. They loved it. So he's going to postpone payroll taxes, Donald Trump is, through the end of the year. So that means that workers will have more money in their pocket. They're going to extend the unemployment benefit, but down to 400 a week, not 600, because some believe, and I think it's true in some cases, that $600, that means you don't have to look for work. 400, you have to look. Remember, the, the unemployment rate is 10%. Not horrible in a pandemic. I mean, it is horrible for the people who don't have jobs. But, you know. So um, $400 in um, unemployment gets extended a week. Then federal leaders are going to uh, stop evictions. You can't pay your rent or your mortgage. You can't be evicted. And student debt 
is suspended through the end of this year. You don't have to make payments on the loans. So that seems to be a fairly reasonable executive order. No, 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 no. Here's Hillary Clinton. Well, it's a stunt. Um, there's no doubt about it. It's uh, most likely, as even Republican senators have said, unconstitutional, uh, bypassing the Congress, trying to uh, spend money that he has no authority to direct. But he didn't bypass Congress. They negotiated for weeks. The Democrats didn't want a deal because they want to create chaos to get Trump out of office. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. It's a stunt. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when Barack Obama did it, you didn't have any problem with that, did you? Um, okay. So what is the president's strategy on COVID? Is he responsible for a screw-up? The answer is complicated. And I want to be fair here and honest because that's what I do. First of all, when COVID first hit, Donald Trump knew it was a threat. Partially from me because I told him it was a threat. And I was the first journalist to warn everybody on January 23rd, you better pay attention to this. All right. I knew that because of my intel connections. And they were saying it's bad in China, but China's covering it up. So Donald Trump stopped the flights from China, as he has told us 4,000 times. That was a good move. But in conjunction with that, he downplayed the virus because he didn't want a panic. And he didn't want the stock market to crash. That's why he downplayed the virus. If I were president, I probably would have done the same thing. I don't think I would have been as bold as he was in my statements. Oh, it's nothing. We'll get a handle on it. I would have hedged it a little bit because U.S. Intel knew it was bold. They told me. Roll the tape on this. We'll be right back. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. All right, here is the final thought of the day. I'm part of the cancel culture, but not the way you think. I don't want to cancel anybody. Don't want to infringe on freedom of speech. No. Robust debate is a positive. I told you last week that the Home Box Office organization is now moved dramatically left. I mean, it's Bill Maher. It's, uh, what's the British guy's name? The British, Oliver, right? Oliver. And, that, and then they side Megan Rapinoe. And it's on and on and on. Okay. So I'm going, why am I paying for this? Not that I care what Oliver and, and uh, Moore say. I don't. I don't object to them. They can say whatever they want. I, I don't watch it because I don't think it's funny. That's why. And the movies they have, uh, I don't think are good. I mean, I look and see, is there anything on HBO I can watch? And the answer is 90% of the time, no. So I'm out of here. No more HBO. And ironically, I said that last week, all right, and today it was announced that Warner Media, which owns HBO, is laying off 800 staffers. Now, this is unbelievable because I've been telling you 
that the television media is going over the cliff. After the election in November, if you're working for one of those TV, cable, or network news operations, be careful. Because they're going to lay off a tremendous amount of people. Well, Warner Media going to lay off 800 at Warner Brothers and HBO. And we're talking about people who work at TBS, TNT, True TV. I don't even know what True TV is. Okay. And big people, some executives. They're all going by because people are losing confidence. Warner Media owns CNN. Do you watch CNN for news? Is that possible? Is any human being on earth watch CNN for news? Now, if you hate Trump, all right. I mean, that's what they do. NBC News, too. Chuck Todd got it right in the neck. So he'd been downgraded at MSNBC. And they want him out on Meet the Press, but they can't get him out. So he's going to stay there. I don't know what happened with him. I know nobody watched him. Maybe that's it. That's right. But anyway, the time, the Warner Media thing is AT&T owns it. And I, they have to be behind us. They have to be behind us. Because I've been, I've been going, what are you doing, AT&T? What are you doing? You can't, you can't put on these hate shows. Disney does the same thing with The View. You just can't put on these hate shows and expect Americans to think well of you. So anyway, uh, it was ironic because just last week I said HBO's history in my house, and now they're laying off 800 people, and there'll be many, many more after November. That's what's going on. It's a shame. When I started in the television, national television news business, and that was a long time ago, it was none of this. None of these corporations, they didn't care about ideology. Now they do. Now they care. Now they want Black Lives Matter. They want America to be demolished. Yeah, you go, why? I don't know why. Okay, it's not good for them in the long run, but they want it. And even Fox, which was a lone holdout, as you saw in our reporting tonight, they're not there. I really appreciate you watching this. I hope you got a lot out of the broadcast, and we'll see you again tomorrow.